Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Degrassified. Before we begin today with our usual content of our podcast, we would like to remind you that Degrassi is a teen show, so they deal with teen topics, heavy topics, this, that, and the fourth, like we got with Craig and his abusive father. And with this episode, we're going to get into Paige and her rape. So if you are not comfortable with that, we totally understand. We will still be talking about plot B first, so if you don't want to listen to the main plot, feel free to skip after we're done with plot B. We'll give like a warning beforehand as well. But we're gonna we're also gonna be like respectful about the topic, not too graphic, not too anything, but we do have to talk about it because it was in the show. We will also be doing more research so that we can provide like resources for anyone who may need them or wants to provide them to anyone else who they know may need them. So look out on our Instagram and also just like the description to for resources if you need. But honestly, we, 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 we're kind of nervous <laughs> because we this is a very serious we don't wanna topic. Like, yeah, we don't want to like, you know, and offend anyone or be, like act yeah. like we know some things. But we're just going to like talk about the plot, talk about our thoughts as we always do, talk about how it applies in today's world. And yeah. But also feel free to reach out to us to educate us or anything. Yeah, if please. there's something that we say that might not align with your perspective or your experience. Yeah. Feel free to ed- educate us or just talk to us if you need like we're always here we like talking to people that's also true so with that let's begin our episode yes hello and welcome to the graphic guide where every week we talk about everyone's favorite team tv show degrassi hello everyone hi i already said welcome back to degrassified and in the little things but i'll say it again welcome back to degrassified i'm ellie sanji and I'm Emily. And today we are talking about episodes... Seven and eight. Thank you. Yes. Seven and eight of Degrassi season two, which was titled Shout, part one and part two. Yes. Um, we will talk about... Okay, they had two different plot Bs, though, for yeah. both of the episodes. They both involve JT, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about Paige and what happened to her after we talk about the two plot Bs. Yes. So let's talk about plot B and Shout, part one first. Yeah. Which was, sorry, which was JT and, what's his face, Toby fighting over the locker. That they have to share now. Yeah. I literally have nothing to say this. <laughs> like, not I, even, like, it was just so, like, okay. I have something to say, but I think I'll save it for the end of the podcast because it kind of relates to plot A. Okay. So I'll save it for that. I have the same similar notions. Like, I took a note because, like, JT said something. And I was like, hmm, this is kind of, like, very on brand with plot A at the same time. Yeah. But, yeah, them two, they were just fighting because JT's a little slob and he, like, mm-hmm. it's dirty, which is not shocking, not a surpriser. <laughs> and Toby's like, listen, we have to share a locker. You're disrespecting, like, our space. I'm tired of it. So he made a line in the locker to, like, showcase, like, the top layer is Toby's, the bottom layer is mm-hmm. JT. Which, like, doesn't that mean Toby had less space? I mean, no, I think he divided it in half. Really? Like, right okay. in half. I don't know. Maybe I did not get a good well, look at that locker. Well, here's the thing. No, because Toby was able to rest his stuff, like, in oh, the upper on half. top, yeah. So I assume that he just put the tape wherever the half split oh, okay. up. So I assume they break the locker into halves. Okay. But, like, it's one big locker. I don't know. We didn't have real lockers in high yeah. school, so. We barely had locker time. Yeah, they gave us five minutes between transitions, like, between classes. And in those five minutes is when they expect you to also go to your locker, but also, like, probably run, like, across to the science building yeah. to, like, go but to class. But also in middle school and in, even oh, in yeah. parts of high school, they wouldn't let us go to the lockers at certain periods, yeah, like, between certain periods, which 
which was so maybe for like crowd control but like how i'm like, not carrying five binders no, from my locker right exactly yeah. And also, like, if you were to go to your locker during class, they would also, like, scold you. Yeah. Even if your teacher, like, gave you permission. Like, yeah, exactly. Which was BS. Like, come no. on. Um, oh, guys, sorry. We didn't get context. I mean, I are in person once again. Oh, but yeah. we're hey. in a library. So we're kind of, like, whispering-ish. But, like, we're talking normally. But if you hear other voices, it's because, like, other people are allowed <laughs> to talk in the library. So, like, I yeah, that's all I really have yeah, to say sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. So, anyways, back to Toby and JT. I liked how they, like, wrapped it up. They actually don't remember. I think it was, it was cute. Those two because, episodes was a blur to me. No, but. JT like offered his sleeve so oh, that yeah, Toby could cut it. Could cut it. But I, like, I want to okay, talk JT. about the scene where like it was really cute because JT was like, oh, like he knows he's a slob, but he wants to stay friends with Toby and keep that friendship. So he was like, I'll respect that. Mm -hmm. But while making like the most disgusting dish ever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He was like, want some? And it <laughs> fell off the spoon. Yeah. If I was like, I wish I could be like Toby in that like, like position because I want to know how that smelled. Yeah. Because I kind of want to try it. <laughs> Oh, I do not, not to want try it because I want to enjoy it, but to like see like yeah. what what it was like. What was it? Like, right. That, that it was, was like I had like macaroni, marshmallows, and, like, Cheeto corn puffs. puffs. Yeah. Just, and the way he was crushing it, like he was really chefing it up though. <laughs> like he was mixing it, he was crushing it, domesticated. No. So that's all I really have to say about that one. Moral of the story for that one is be nice to each other. And we're gonna get to plot. We B. didn't have to deal with Emma being a menace. I she was, was, yeah she was not in that episode. Yeah, which surprised me. <laughs> It's always there. You know, you're not wrong about that. And then plot B of Shout Part 2, we're back to JT again, but now it's him and Liberty. And Liberty, like, did her media immersion project on him, which I that thought was, was bold. very funny. But was it was bold. hilarious because we all know that Liberty has a crush on JT. It's not a shocker. Mm -hmm. But even I saw this, like, not, like, like as a thing of, like, you know, because she has a crush on him, but also kind of, like, making fun of him a little bit because yeah. it was genuinely so funny. She dressed up as him. She got all these embarrassing mm -hmm. pictures and like the whole class was like <laughs> laughing. And I just thought it was really funny. And then what I didn't think was funny was JT was like roasting her. Yeah. Because what he said was truthful, but like very hurtful. Yeah. Because he called her boring. She's not fun. Like she's a nerd, a geek, this and the fourth. Mm -hmm. It's like she already has these insecurities probably and you're just like reinforcing them. Yeah. After she like. Especially from someone who she looks up to. Exactly. And, like, idolizes. Because she didn't like make fun of him, but she kind of just like, you know, like poked fun of him with the pictures and stuff. But she wasn't like JT's like but, a no brainer. He's stupid. Like yeah. she didn't do any of that in the project. But also like the project was on someone that they admired or like exactly. looked up to. So basically like, yeah, she was like posting, like she used like embarrassing photos. Yeah. But. It was kind of, I think it was, like, a subtle note to him being, like, himself and, mm -hmm. like, not afraid of, mm -hmm. like, being who he wants to be and, like... That's what she admires him. about. Yeah, him. exactly. Because I feel like part of her wants to be like that. Like, yeah. Right. Like, she's... At the end of the day, she's young. She's a child. She wants to be able to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, she's <laughs> academically smart. So, like, she only knows how to be academically smart yeah. because she's never had the experience of being able to, like, just have fun. Or, like, let loose because maybe that's just not what she's comfortable with. Right. Or just, like, you know, she yeah. focuses. A lot of people do this in high school or, like, in middle school. They focus too much on their grades and, like, not on, like, their social life or their personal life. And, you know, JT's the one that's, Me like, in college. Crying. JT. <laughs> Hold on real quick. JT's the one that's, like, you know, he's the goofy one. You know, we all know that. And Liberty's, like the academic smart one freaking threatening emma to get the school trophy for the science fair thing like we know that she's smart mm -hmm. but make sure you prioritize both emily why did you say that you only prioritize your academics did you not see my last semester schedule i had one day a week to, like one night to myself <laughs> um i don't think i like 
I didn't prioritize everything because if I prioritized, I would have taken my one class that I failed my <laughs> midterm on way more seriously. Okay, but, but I did you it. You passed all your classes. I you got the credit. The period. I don't even care anymore. D if for a degree. That, if I got that D in high school, I would have cried. Like it was the end of I don't the think world. I would have cried, but I would have cried. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I don't think I would have cried, but I would have cried. Got it. Like you got it, right? Yeah. But. <clears throat> Do you have anything else to say about those two plots? Oh, and then, okay, hold on. We completely forgot, like, a big thing. Liberty, like, drew graffiti oh. on JT's lockers to show that like, she impulsively. was, like, yeah. And then JT got in trouble for it because it was on his locker and the principal didn't believe that it wasn't him. And Liberty was, like, no, it was me. And the principal didn't believe it was her because he he was, like, stop sticking up for JT. Mm-hmm. So we know that's a common thing that keeps yeah. happening. But, but she was, like, it was me. But we get kind of, like, a sneak peek into like JT's parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know if how accurate that was or like if Toby. It's very accurate. But like I'm basically, Toby to Toby was like when he found out that like JT was talking to Mr. Radish again. JT was like, oh no, not JT. Toby was like, oh, that's the last straw. His parents are gonna send him away for like mm-hmm. always getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Which like we don't really hear much about JT's parents. Let me so tell you far, why. So. Because the grassy writers love being inconsistent with everything. One, they said Manny has a brother. She does not. Two, they said JT has a sister. He does not. Three, they mentioned his mother, JT's mother. I forgot which episode it was in season one, but they mentioned her. He, like, canonically doesn't live with his mom in the later seasons. He lives with his grandmother. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I think they were still trying to figure out, like, what they were trying to do with his parents-wise. But Mr. Radage, at one point, he was like, I called your mom and she didn't pick up. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, probably, like, a nod saying that, like, his parents are not active in his life. I genuinely can't remember if... The later seasons get into it. I just know that he lives with his grandma. Like I'm which, like eighty percent sure of that. Which kind of lines up with let me make sure who he is. Yeah, it makes because sense because he's like, like, like parents. But also like you know a lot of times when kids act out or like they're like the class clown, it's because they want attention because they don't get the attention they need mm-hmm. as like a growing child. No, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So, but yeah, I'm like pretty. I'm like a hundred percent sure. Maybe I'm still eighty percent. But he lives with his um grandma, but. Yeah, that just, it just doesn't make sense why, you know. It also does make sense because the grassy writers, you know, especially in the earlier seasons, they're still trying to be consistent mm-hmm. or, like, figure out, like, what they want to do with stuff. Guys, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Hopefully if we get to finish the grass. <laughs> I make this joke all the time, but I but guess. But it's a lot of episodes, I know. I get to, a lot. I get, and then when we get to, like, I think it's, like, season 10 is when they start is when the seasons get like 40 episodes 40 no fucking joke because they split up like the, it's like a part one and part two for every episode oh my word and it's like not even like they don't even need to be part one part twos oh my word but they just like wanted to drag it out because this is when they were doing like a telenovela type release on like whatever like broadcasting network they were on so they released it weekly for like for like nine months out of the year so they needed the oh, episodes to yeah. keep going because 40 episodes that's like nine months out of the year yeah that's so, a lot okay now we're gonna be talking about Paige, michael chuck and so, what happened to her at yeah. the party but once again if we are going to be talking about a very serious <laughs> topic so if you are uncomfortable or don't want to listen please do not yeah listen or force yourself to because we don't want anyone to be uncomfortable yeah. of course. and we're probably gonna talk about this topic at like great length because it's like a topic that's a lot that's yeah. obviously still relevant today so we're not gonna like shy away from it either because emily and i speak what's on our mind so which so sometimes gets us chaotic but we'll see what happens so yeah. i think for this one it's better to like summarize the plot like actually like by what happened and then talk about our thoughts afterwards 
I mean, we always summarize the plot and do that. Yeah. But I meant like in a greater detail. Okay. That makes so, yeah. sense. So, this, okay. Oh. We're, we're going to get into it. So if you're, you don't want to listen, please stop here. Okay. Starting now. Okay. So do you want to summarize it? Do you think I should summarize it? Do you remember? Or I, I do. You're like, I think we can both. Like, okay. If I'll, I'll, I'll start. Yeah. And okay. If we have anything to add in, so, we can add in. Yeah. There's a soccer um, game. Okay, I'm already blanking out. This is a soccer game. Paige, you know, is the cheerleader for it. She has her eyes set on Dean, who is from the rival school. He's a little older. She, like, thinks he's cute. He's out in the fourth. Spinner makes a winning goal. Mm -hmm. He wins. He's, like, on a high. He's, like, so excited. He axes out Paige. And Paige is, like, sure, let's hang out. And mm -hmm. then, like, two seconds later, Dean invites her to go to a party that same night that she's supposed to go hang out with Spinner. So when her and Hazel are shopping... She like tells Spinner that her grandma's dead in order to go to the party. Her her grandma's sick. Oh, her grandma's sick. Yeah, sorry, not dead. Her grandma's sick to go to the party. Mm -hmm. So now we're at the party. Yes, and at the party, I mean, she went to the party because she wanted to like get to know Dean better, mm -hmm. and like you know, obviously she thought she was cute. She kind of liked him. She wanted to see what could happen, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, so she's talking to him you know she, she drinks a little and then like it's a party so they're like oh you want to like head upstairs it's loud like let's get some private time and so they go into like i think it was one of dean's friend's room or something and you know they start making out and like this is she's making out with him and you know she's okay with that but it goes a little too fast for her and this is where she starts getting uncomfortable and because she's uncomfortable she repeatedly tells him to stop or you know she, she says no, no yeah, yeah. multiple times not just and once multiple times he doesn't listen yeah and that happens yeah so now we're back at school she's like very like flip-floppy with her emotions which like makes sense yeah like, I'm not saying exactly. that's about, she's I'm, I'm still just trying to process it exactly. herself basically so she's like telling hazel about it and then hazel's like excited for her because she's like oh my gosh like you lost your virginity this time before and Paige at first is like also kind of excited like also mm -hmm. kind of just like yeah like whatever but obviously since like we know what happened we know that's not the case yeah and she's like lashing now she lashed out at spinner mm -hmm. because spinner said some disrespectful things to her she slapped him and then she reveals to hazel that like she didn't even want it to happen and then hazel was like sweetie like if you said no and he didn't listen then that was rape and that was the end of part and one i think that was like the moment where she like truly like realized yeah. that yeah. what it was because like yeah she knew that like she in her mind at the it. moment she knew that she didn't want it and that she was uncomfortable with it but she didn't want she didn't i think it, like, it was kind of like a situation where you don't want to put a word to it because once you put a word to it it's, like, it's real. real yeah so the, once hazel said that like that's when like Paige, yeah realized like, like it was true yeah i'm like, also realizing that the episode didn't actually end there ended with like her walking out of the school and hazel was like like oh are you gonna go to the doctor no and no, then, no it ended in the in the bathroom that was are we sure yeah because i remember the freeze frame was on her yeah but the freeze frame was on her when she was outside Oh, I thought it was in the bathroom. I think it was when she was outside. Okay, yeah. I mean, either way, both of those things happened. So, like, yeah. So, she, yeah, Hazel was like, are you going to go to the doctor? And then Paige was like, no, because he used a condom. Like, at least he was that considerate, right? And I was like, thanks. And Hazel was like, well, you should still, like, do something. She's like, what he did was illegal. And Paige is like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't even want to think about it. This and the fourth. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, I'm pretty sure after that episode ends. Um, so, I, we got, oh. Well, are, are you getting into the next episode? Yeah, I just want to oh. talk about the whole thing. Okay. Or do you want to Yeah, we can talk about okay. the whole thing and then we okay. can like break it down a little more. Okay, so we get to part two, which is like her still reeling in like what happens, but it focuses more on 
her starting to um, start up the band PMS again because there's like a contest going on. This this part two has like kind of less to do. Like it does and it doesn't, if that makes sense. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain this. But she's like, she wants to get Ashley back in the band because Ashley has like really good lyrics or like she had a really good poem. And she's like, Ashley can write like factual stuff, like real life hard stuff that like means something. And I'm pretty sure she's saying that because it's like, she's having like, you know, some internal like dialogue of like, you know, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets Ashley back in the band. Ashley's like, yeah, I'll write something. And Ashley writes a song about rape. How convenient. And Paige is like, why are you doing this? This time before Ashley was like, well, I researched it. She was like giving her all the facts. She was saying that like all the testimonies that she wrote of girls that it happened to, like it inspired her. Mm-hmm. Paige is obviously getting upset because she's like, you have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, you can't just like research something and like think you know everything about yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't know how I don't know how, how I agree with they that say, statement, but yeah. But obviously she's saying that because it happened to her. So like mm-hmm. literally like happened to her last week. So obviously she's gonna have like very like strong emotions about, mm-hmm. you know, someone else yeah. like trying to come in. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I understand where she's coming from. Um you wanna continue on from here? Cause I'm forgetting yeah. what happened. Basically, so then like at, like she's like basically Hazel ends up not being able to sing. Be, um, because she was like over practicing so they have Ashley sing and Ashley was like oh if I'm singing like I want to sing this version of the song but of course Paige is not comfortable with that it's like yeah, she, it's her own experience so she doesn't feel comfortable with it but then you know so she's like I'm not like Paige is like we're not doing it and then Ashley's like I want to do like this is my song like you told me to make a song about real stuff and this is what yeah. I chose to do and then it gets to the point where they're in the hallway and Ashley's like oh like you don't even know anything about it and that's when Mm-hmm. Paige kind of like breaks down a little and reveals that she does. Yeah. And so of course Ashley apologizes because Ashley at that moment didn't know that. No, yeah. Because she happened only told to Paige. Hazel. Yeah. And so you know, there's like that. So now like Ashley knows, and so they end up deciding not to do that song mm-hmm. and do like the original one. Mm-hmm. And so when it's time to perform, they're gonna do the original song. But then Paige sees Dean, who's the one responsible for all of this, and so. At first, she, like, isn't able to because, like, I mean, you're faced with, like, the person who... Mm-hmm. Who raped you. Yeah, so, like, you're going to be scared or, like, uncomfortable. But then, like, she gains enough courage to end up doing, like, the second version that Ashley, like, wrote. Yeah. Kind of just, like, a... The one that she didn't want to do yeah. originally. And I think that's, like, a really important moment because she's still, like, reeling in from what's happening. She's still trying to establish, like, everything, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And so she, I, she was able it's to like find, taking control of the situation yeah, like a little control. bit, yeah. And we see that it was like he knows that he's wrong yeah. because he gets up and leaves. And I think another important thing was that they ended up only getting an honorable mention. And there was like a line where it was like, I think Ashley said she's like, let's be real, like a song about rape wasn't gonna win. Yeah, which, which is something we'll get into very also because very on the nose. Yeah. And, and then, then, yeah, the episode ends with her going to the guidance counselor's yeah. office to, like, talk about it. Which they do bring, I always, like, flag the Degrassi writers because I'm, like, they like to bring stuff up and, like, never remember or never bring it back up. But I think it's in season three that, like, we, they bring it back up that she's, like, still going to the guidance counselor or it's, like, you've been doing really well. Like, I forgot what it is. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that, like, that's a consistent thing. So, okay, that's our synopsis of plot A. We can dive into it now. Yeah. So let's also start from the beginning again. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to start from, like, the party, I guess, because that's when, obviously, like, everything happens. So 
obviously like her and Dean are getting along. It wasn't like that they weren't getting along, mm-hmm. but you know, one thing leads to another, and then that thing happened because he was also kind of just like making assumptions as well, like oh, mm-hmm. like we were hitting it off so well, like oh maybe okay, hold on, no, I'm sorry, I'm confusing this. Sorry, do you want a spoiler? I'm gonna, I have to ask you every time because I know you said you're okay with it, but I have to ask you. Sure. Okay. So, spoiler for the viewers, listeners as well. She eventually goes to trial with this mm-hmm. situation that happened to her. And I'm like, like falsely, he, I'm like remembering that he said to her, like, like, oh, you wanted it to happen. He was like, I forgot like exactly what he said, but he was kind of like victim blaming essentially. Like, he was just saying, like, oh, you know, because you were flirting with me, like, you dressed all nice, like, this and the fourth. And she also said the same things, like, in these two episodes, like, which just, like, broke my heart when she was victim-blaming herself. She was like, mm-hmm. I was dressed like a slut, like, I was all over him at the party, like, I drank a little bit, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, no, like, it wasn't your fault, just because, like, you thought you were having a good time with a guy that you mm-hmm. were interested in, because, like, she was before that happened, but, which is also why she was, like, didn't want to accept it at first that like it happened because she was like no like I was enjoying my time with him Mm -hmm. like if that makes sense I don't know I feel like I'm just like I think it's really important that they did it like like they played it out like that because that's like real life like yeah no seriously the biggest argument in like cases like that is like oh she quote unquote wanted it how did she dress oh she was drinking oh like they were having Mm -hmm. like fun blah 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 but like I think it's important that they played it out like that because she did say no. And that's, like, the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, if you say no, you should stop right there. That's what makes it right. The fact that she was not comfortable with it. She did not want it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happened before. Like, it doesn't matter if, yep. like, you were enjoying that person's company or if you were drinking. Like, at the end of the day, if you say no, it's a fucking no. Yeah, like, as long, like, as soon as you say it, like, stop, I don't want this. Like, stop. And, and it continues. Like, like that's yeah. when it's rape because, like duh like she did not want that even though she Mm -hmm. was like enjoying her time with him before and she even said to herself like take it slow like she didn't want to like like she wasn't expecting that to happen like i thought she i think that she thought they would just like make out or whatever yeah because you also have to remember like yeah like when you first meet someone you might like them but like once you get to actually know them or like see more of who they are Mm -hmm. that's that's when you can really determine like how you feel about them so Mm -hmm. obviously she saw that she was not comfortable with him yeah and she didn't want it so at the end of the day period like she didn't want it so, like, I think it's really important that they made it more, re- like, really realistic. Like, this is no, yeah, how it happens. This is how it, life. yeah, it ha- this is, yeah, very well how it happens. Like, a girl or a guy is hitting along with someone that they're interested in. And then that other person, like, takes it too far because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, but you gave me all the signs. You gave me all the signals since I'm the fourth. And, like, that really doesn't mean Jack if the person is saying no. Yeah, exactly. Like, like she was trying to push him off, too, and everything. Yeah. But I think, like the way they filmed it was really important too because like as you hear her saying no and stuff they pan out to the party yes and it really highlights that like anything can happen anywhere Mm -hmm. and that like it also takes a part of like part of the song that they're singing is about childhood like as a young teen or like even Mm -hmm. as just a teenager or like early 20s a party is supposed to be like fun fun yeah you're not supposed to like like, you're there for fun. You're there to have fun. You're there with your friends. So, like, it really highlights, like, how it can happen anywhere and, like, right under your nose. Yeah. Too. And it also just highlights that, like, kind of, like, you know, I, don't, I actually don't know what I'm trying to say. I do want to say I appreciate Degrassi for, like, not showing it because mm-hmm. so 
many okay like censorship i guess is what i want to talk about so many shows now are so graphic when it comes to certain things and in certain things i feel like it's okay to like show like a little bit of stuff but okay the one show i'm thinking about is 13 and it's why oh my gosh which i did not finish because that show was absolutely horrendous but i know that there was like a lot of scenes that made a lot of people like very uncomfortable because they were like this is way too graphic like i know one of them was okay this is like very graphic warning they like I didn't watch this season, but I know that they shoved, like, a broomstick up someone's ass. Like, I know that happened, and I know that they showed it in, like, very graphic detail. And everyone was talking about it, and I was like, why? Like, why would you watch a show that's, like, going to portray that? And you're kind of just like, oh, but it's like, you know, it's showing what happens in real life. It's like, you didn't have to show that in graphic detail. Like, sorry, with the page thing, like, okay, let's, because Degrassi, like, at that time, is, like, Emily and I are 20 years old. Like, we obviously knew what was happening because, like, we were educated on it. But let's say, like, an 11, 12, 13-year-old who doesn't know what the word rape mm-hmm. is, doesn't yeah. know about that situation at all, doesn't know what it is. They're watching the show because they didn't say it until Hazel said it, like, towards that end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So if the little kid, not the little kid, but, you know, the 11-year-old is watching it and they're seeing the situation happen with Paige, they obviously know something's going, like, going wrong, but they might not know the word for it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Hazel said it, then like you know that lights something up and they didn't need to see that graphically you know they didn't need to see that the rape happened they heard the word like associated with like what hazel said like if you said no then now they know that so i just hate when shows get like so graphic when it comes to certain things like another thing was like when they show someone like cutting themselves and they show it like in very graphic detail Mm -hmm. i'm like listen how about we not do that because spoiler for degrassi they have some students that do that but they don't show it like that graphically and it's like good because like i don't need to be seeing that that's gonna like further upset me mm-hmm. and like i'm sorry i'm like on a rant. when 13 Reasons why came out so many kids who were like already had like symptoms of depression or like were already diagnosed with depression like admitted that like that showed me them like more depressed and like kind of like made them like get suicidal thoughts again like this time the fourth because of like how graphic it was and it was like so like what was your goal there you know because like yeah a lot of like some shows like to argue that like you need the graphic details for the art because you want the audience to be uncomfortable to like really experience it Mm -hmm. but like the way Degrassi put it out you're already uncomfortable because you're able to hear Mm -hmm. everything and you like you can conclude what's happening you don't really need to see it yeah like some shows like it's a step too far like yeah no seriously you can make you can do things off screen and we can still get the picture like like, it'll still still be uncomfortable like there's a difference between like wanting your audience to be uncomfortable versus like Educating. uncomfortable, yeah. you know, like because I was definitely uncomfortable watching <laughs> mm-hmm. that, and I was like uncomfortable or like sad when like Paige was like victim blaming herself, and I was yeah. uncomfortable when Dean was at the little concert thingy again. Like all mm-hmm. that made me uncomfortable because they did it in a way that was like they showed enough of like the shoving. They like we heard enough of like no stop, like him saying like. He said something. I forgot what he said. Just like relax or something. He said something along those lines. So it's like we knew what was happening. We didn't need it in graphic detail, which is good. I don't mm-hmm. like, I do not need to see that at all. Like, come on. But I don't, it's just very upsetting because it's just yeah. like, <laughs> um, this is something that obviously still happens in like more ways than, you know, like rape slash like sexual abuse, sexual assault. Like, it's still like very like, heavy mm-hmm. and sexual assault is obviously different than rape because rape is like the full thing sexual assault is like an unwanted touch or a grab or things along those lines mm-hmm. and 
I appreciate the Degrassi writers for going like all in with yeah it being rape and we're gonna get sexual assault later trust me but especially because it's just like I don't know I think Degrassi's just showing that they can actually talk about like real life topics like real real life topics that like might resonate with some people or like might educate mm-hmm. some people that might not know what that is because yeah I, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah obviously like I think like the most I think I I do really like the way Degrassi played it out because they mm-hmm. really showed what it what a victim goes through like mm-hmm. how they feel like the thought process the emotions it will especially, continue to show that with her especially yeah. for someone like so young yeah because like she's young you know she's in the ninth grade so what you're like 14 to 15 Mm -hmm. years old and like at that age like yeah you might know what it is but you don't really understand it and the fact that like you have to go through it without truly understanding it like like they played it out i feel like not like obviously it happens differently for everyone but i feel like they played it out the way that a lot of people go through it happens like yeah. yeah um i yeah especially with Paige, like Thank God the Degrassi writers didn't forget about this because I feel like sometimes they do like really heavy things and then just like throw it away. Mm-hmm. So with Paige, they didn't do that. I, the way I'm remembering it, I do kind of wish that it ended up like a little bit better for her, but I can't remember. Like I know like at some point she's at a party, I think like another party. She went to like a college party when she was still in high school and then she like saw him there and then she kind of went on like a mental freak and like crashed his car with some things. Like it was just a whole thing. So it was obviously still showing that she was affected by it, but I think that they did a better job. This is a big spoiler for later, later seasons. So sorry, Emily, but they did a better job with a character named Darcy. She had the same thing happen to her, but hers, they showed a different situation with it rape. She was uh, not date raped. She was just drunk at a party mm-hmm. and like it happened like that. And her like reeling in what happened was like very genuinely, like very sad to watch. She like almost killed herself because of it she was like lashing out on everybody she started like she started getting really close to mr simpson because he was like being nice to her and like comforting her but then she took it like too far by like 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 she was like she was like kind of attracted to him in a way it was it was really weird and then like said that he was a pedophile and he got in trouble because of all this and that and then she like was just like so genuine like lashing out like depressed like all of a sudden the fourth and she was like her parents like sent her like to like a school it was like a school thing where they were like in the woods for a week to like you know regain whatever and she like finally accepted what happened but like with her it took like a longer thingy and I feel like they didn't like brush it off as much as they did with Paige but they also didn't brush it off with Paige if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because they showed what happens too with Paige when they take it to trial and unfortunately she loses the trial but unfortunately that's a reality so yeah no you're fine um i I feel like we have a lot more to say it's just hard to like gather all of our thoughts because it's such a like a big thing any notes like i like i I, I couldn't yeah like i couldn't because i'm like watching and i was like so heartbroken the whole entire time like it was one of those things where like you can't look away but you're watching from the corner Mm -hmm. of your eye because like you know you have to watch everything yeah but like you're like so like uncomfortable or you're so heartbroken that like you can't you don't want to like fully look because you're no, so yeah. scared I yeah I'm like I took like maybe like four notes and I realized like the notes I already said so I don't really have anything much to say about that I just I like hmm, this is a lot to say I, I like that Paige not Paige wrong wrong girl Hazel was the one that brought it up to her mm-hmm. like it was rape like I like that she said that because 
once again, ages a ninth grader, she might have not known the word or like might have not known mm-hmm. like that was actually what was happening. So like to hear it from another person to confirm it, that's a good thing. Um, for her to, to like also reveal to Ashley, you know, kind of accidentally that that happened too, kind of also shows that like, you know, it is affecting her a lot but maybe she was more willing to share it with more people because she mm-hmm. does go to the guidance counselor after that episode. So yeah, her lashing out on Ashley was also like completely reasonable, but yeah. I don't know. I, I like agree and disagree when she said like, just because you research something doesn't mean you know the topic. Like, It's more of like, you can be sympathetic, but you can't be empathetic well, if you research yeah. something. I think that's kind of like a good way to- Yeah, that's true. Cause it's like, if I research about like World War II, I did not fight in that war, but yeah. like obviously, if I did research about it, like I know what happened, like the son of the fourth. Mm-hmm. So Ashley, it was very nice of Ashley to like not. I like how she researched exactly. It, you she know? researched it. She like her testimony. She didn't just like write about it because she thought it would be like a deep enough topic mm-hmm. to write about. She actually did her research, which like good for her because that's one thing too. Like people like to talk about stuff without getting the facts, without getting testimonies, without getting opinions, and it's like, how are you going to talk about this if you know nothing? So Ashley did like the hard work by like researching and like giving facts and statistics and stuff like that so that was cool of her i guess like i don't mm-hmm. know another oh. really important scene was just like them performing mm-hmm. when Paige gained like some control she was like you know obviously like she's still going through the emotions but she was able to fight for control by performing the song in front of dean because that doesn't mean that she's over it. That doesn't mean that she's yeah. moved on. Like, absolutely not. Like, it just means that she's not going to just, like, let him have all this control. Yeah. Especially because he was being a dick about it when he was there. He was, like, winking at her and, like, smiling mm-hmm. and, like, saw that, like, him there, like, upset her. Like, you know, because she was like, yeah. I can't do this. But then she decided she could do it, mm-hmm. which I liked. Like, that was very empowering for her, which is a good thing. Um, but... <laughs> I think another, another. I think like the fact that they didn't get first place was also kind of like oh, yeah. a foreshadow of like. I mean, I know because you said it, but like the trial, it's like it's, it's a foreshadow. Yeah. But also, it's a reality because everyone, like everyone's always like, oh, like we all know that rape is a bad thing. Like it's something that people should go to jail for. They should be mm-hmm. like sent to jail. Like, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't happen all the time because the world's yeah. fucked up yeah like the like, society we live in the like system and everything it happens at the trial with her they're like what were you wearing like they asked her yeah. those questions and they were like oh but we have like eyewitness testimonies that were saying that like you were like laughing with dean this out of the fork mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god and it sucked more because like his lawyer was a female for her to be like you know oh my god for her to be like saying that to her too it was like yeah. awful so it was kind of just like i don't know just like oh sexual abuse is so hard to talk about sexual assaults rape like all of that it is so difficult and it's so like meticulous because you don't want to say the wrong thing sometimes like things come out and you're like oh my gosh yes and then you realize that like maybe it was not the way that it was portrayed or like they said on the fourth like Mm -hmm. you know like people lie people do it for attention like you know it's just very hard it's very like messy and it's very like complicated but there's just so much to it that like you really need to see everything yeah and I think that's why we're like all over the place because we're trying to make yeah. sure we get to all the points and make sure we don't forget anything that's important because this is such an important topic. But like, since there's so much you have to take into account and like, no, yeah, look into. I, yeah, I just it was very it's very sad to see it happen. It's very important that we were shown like 
in the episode that it does happen to people though Mm -hmm. especially like of all ages like yeah especially like in a situation that shows that like even though she was enjoying his company at the time that doesn't mean that like he could have proceeded with with the rape because that's not what she wanted you know what i also just thought of Mm. At the party, there was this girl that like oh, yes, warned Paige. Yes, and so that basically is a note to the fact that this wasn't the first time he's done something like this. Yeah, I. So yes. that really, and she, I'm pretty sure she's an older girl. So that does mean that like, it's like kind of like something like you small. hear stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like I, we obviously don't know if maybe she's experienced something or if she's just heard it. But like, yeah, it's clear that like one, he's done it before, and two, he. It's done it to like people of all ages because yeah. yeah she said like he's a little older for you which makes me think that like he kind of like seeks out like younger girls because like they're more gullible and more mm-hmm. vulnerable which, because like the, you know i don't know if he's a senior but it does play into like a senior freshman type of mentality yeah. or like yeah. thing like a lot of older people who go for people younger and when you're younger you're like oh my gosh there's exactly. like this older person like when you're younger you think it's cool because like oh like i mean yeah like if you're friends with someone older like you know you're like oh my gosh like i'm in with the crowd like Mm -hmm. i'm like with the cool people but like from like the older perspective you really shouldn't be targeting someone that's younger like that's like a thing in its own they never specify his age like she just said that he dates up which uh, like which is true i just they never said what grade he was i am assuming he's like a junior or senior to be honest i wonder if i but find out on degrassi wiki but then I, another thing this is what i meant when i said like we were in plot a but like i'm gonna save it for plot no we were in plot b but i'm gonna save it for plot a mm-hmm. just like the two sides of like each episode like you have the plot a versus plot b and like plot b is more of like a i guess like a lighter tone yeah but i think one i think it was supposed to be one this is a show for <laughs> so sorry for, if you hear that yeah. oh my god this is a show for you know like young teens like coming of age type of show so like they probably wanted like a comedic relief but two it also highlights how young they are because like it really highlights how like one group of kids can be going through this one thing but then another group of kids is going through something that's so much deeper and darker yeah Yeah, exactly so it really highlights just like the duality of like yeah the world i guess it does i do like sometimes i like the comedic relief or like sometimes i don't but a lot of times like we need it yeah like listen i mean listen a lot of people that are like stand-up comedians like make jokes about their own trauma like pete davidson he makes jokes about his dad dying in 9-11 because it's like because that's, that's what, how they get through it exactly you know? so it's like dark humor listen a lot of people like it i'm not saying this is dark humor i'm just saying like humor can like you know make light of some dark situations so like, but don't do dark humor if you it's not your experience. Please don't. Like <laughs> don't do dark humor if you're not a fan of dark humor. Because yeah. I'm a fan of dark humor. So whenever I hear I Pete Davidson stand up, I'm like, oh my gosh. But I still laugh because he's also laughing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he finds it funny. So I don't have much to say. Um, I already said most of my notes. I only wrote like I think I only have two things that are like totally like off the chain. Not off the chain, but I just wrote well, JT being the mascot is on brand. Oh. And then um, I wrote what JT, JT said. He said, why do you get to decide what my boundaries are in part one when Toby was Ooh. talking about that? And I was like, that's very on brand for what's happening mm-hmm. for plot A. Yeah. And I like really like that he said that because yeah. that's like true. Ooh, sorry, so, we're going to no, go you're back fine. a little to plot A. I think that's really important because like you see J- JT is like the class clown. Like you would expect he would have no boundaries. Like he's like mm-hmm. a go with the flow. But then you also look 
have to look at Paige and like she's like the popular girl, mm-hmm. which plays a big part into like her victim blaming because she yeah. she's a young girl, she's pretty, she's popular, like you know she's social, so that plays a big part into like the whole victim blaming yeah. thing because they're like oh but like look at who you are, exactly like that's which what she was shouldn't saying be too. like a Listen. something that like plays into like what happened because like no, yeah. it doesn't matter what it you look like who you are because it can happen to anyone yeah. anywhere at any time yeah so it's so, just it's just sad don't break them blame yourself yeah please like, don't like don't. You're, you're not at fault it's never your fault do not um this is gonna be a shorter podcast because it's like we're not making jokes we're not like you know there's nothing like really fun to talk about in yeah this topic. so it's not a joke situation but if you guys ever feel comfortable like reaching out to us talking about you know you know just literally anything we are here to talk to you we are like, not experts you yeah know, but we can only offer comfort and like but we would solidarity. gladly offer that no, gladly yeah. anytime we just you know we know this is a real thing that continues to happen and we don't want to like we want to help in any way that we can yeah but also feel free to educate us if you feel that we missed out on something important or yeah or like voice your thoughts yeah. like if because we were kind of all over the place with this one yeah but it's like we like we, there was no way we could structure this i don't really know like we could have yeah. and like been a little bit more like you know but, but i, I feel just like this think is it's more better authentic. yeah it's I better just, to just talk about it like this yeah um we'll wrap it up because we don't want to depress y'all any longer mm-hmm. so follow our socials tiktok and instagram at degrassified underscore podcast twitter i was said that word wrong at degrassified oh my god degrassified underscore um yes we love all y'all that listen to us we hope that you guys have a very well rest of your week or that you had a good week because we believe about Fridays. And stay safe out there. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. In my whole house.